0: In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Wash, make yourselves clean, take your wrongdoing out of my sight. So the Lord speaks to Israel through the prophet Isaiah in our reading tonight. This we could say is a message of Lent itself. To make ourselves clean, to wash ourselves, take our wrongdoing out of God's sight. The whole purpose of this season is one of conversion before the celebration of the resurrection at Easter. Conversion means to turn, to turn away from sin and to turn towards the Lord. We have committed ourselves for 40 days and 40 nights to take our wrongdoing out of the sight of the Lord. Of course, by our own strength, we cannot wash sin away. There's nothing we can do to remove our guilt by ourselves. Jesus paid for us the debt of sin on the cross, and this Lent, we ask him to apply that salvation to our souls as a healing bath. The Lord promises to pour clean water upon us the cleansers of our iniquities. This water, promised in the Old Testament, becomes a reality in the water that flowed forth from his sacred heart when it was pierced by the lance upon the cross. And it's poured out on our souls in the sacraments of baptism and confession. Baptism, as we know, washes all sins away, both original and personal, while confession washes away those sins we commit after baptism. Through these sacraments, the redemption that Jesus wins by his cross becomes part of our lives, makes a difference to me, changes me. It is only Jesus that can wash our souls clean, and he does so through these sacraments. St. John Vianney said to his people, we cannot understand the goodness of God towards us in instituting this great sacrament of confession. If we had a favour to ask the Lord, he said, we would never have thought of asking for that. But he foresaw our frailty and our inconstancy in doing good. His love induced him to do what we should not have dared to ask. Listen to that again. St John Vianney says, God foresaw our frailty and our inconstancy in doing good. And so his love gave us what we didn't dare to ask. The result of sin is spiritual blindness. The man born blind in the gospel today... Is an image of what it is to be in sin, to not be able to see, to need the intervention of the Lord. By washing away our sins and the sacraments of baptism and confession, Jesus opens our eyes to the truths of the gospel, giving us a new spiritual sight. While God sees our inconstancy in good, doing good, as the Currier of Ours puts it, God sees that, we often don't. We often miss our sins. We're kind of blind to where we fail in following God. Only having been healed, being forgiven by the Lord's mercy, do we see then the true evil of our sins. Having been washed in the precious blood of the Lamb, we come to see clearly what is right, and what is not. We realise faults that were previously hidden from us. We see the beauty of the spiritual life and the call to holiness. Perhaps now as we approach Passion Tide and Lent draws near its climax in Holy Week, it's a time to look precisely at our inconstancy, how we fail to keep our Lenten promises how we fail to keep ourselves free from sin for more than a few hours after each confession and come to realise more and more our need for this great sacrament as our Lord saw our need for his forgiveness in this sacrament. If we want to heed the words of the Lord in today's reading words that come to us through the Prophets calling us to conversion, there's only one way, regular, weekly confession. For in confession, we not only receive absolution, but the strength to help us avoid sin in future, clearer light to discover our failings, and abundant grace to make up for what we have lost through our sins. Confession, this sacrament, gives us the grace we need to convert our lives. A humble, honest, fervent confession really is the sacrament of conversion to completely change our spiritual lives. In a good confession, we exercise the virtues of humility, saying it as it is before God. Obedience to God's law, to our confessor. Simplicity, putting it straightforwardly with no covering it up. And love, love of God, hatred for our sins. And by this one act of confession, so says St. Francis de Sales, you exercise virtue more than in any other act. So finally, how do we improve our confessions? Perhaps I've just got one suggestion for you today, though of course we should regularly examine ourselves as to how well prepared our confessions are and the way in which we celebrate this sacrament, to think how well do I approach Jesus in the sacrament of confession. Perhaps every couple of months we might stop and think on this point, are my confessions routine? Or am I really making best use of this sacrament? So, one point. Beware of accusing ourselves in confession out of simple routine. We can say things, you know, I've not loved God as much as I should. I've not prayed as much as I should. I've not received the sacraments with enough reverence. I've not loved my neighbour. That's all true, but it's very generic is very general. We could all say that in some way we've done all of these every day. We've not prayed as well as we might. We could probably say that today, all of us. In some of them even, they might not even be sins but only imperfections. We can always improve but it doesn't necessarily mean it's a sin in itself. So we need to make our confessions concrete and specific. For example, we could confess, I didn't love God as I ought because I chose to watch TV rather than say my rosary, or I didn't love my neighbor by ignoring them when I saw they needed help one day. Make it specific. Generalities, St. Francis de Sales says, are useless in revealing the state of your soul to your confessor. We know. One of the reasons we go to confession as well is to receive the advice of our confessor and how to grow in the spiritual life. And for that advice to be worthwhile, we have to be specific, without going into every last detail, but to say what the actual act or omission is in itself. Without You don't need all the circumstances. Accused, we should accuse ourselves plainly and simply of our actual fault. Likewise, we can try and give the motive for our sins, which often reveals another sin which lies behind them. For example, lying. We could say, I lied out of vanity to look better, or I lied to avoid being blamed for something. There's an additional sin there of vanity or pride, hiding behind the other sin. Each of us should should seek to make a good confession before Easter. <clears throat> we should prepare well by examining our consciences, asking the light of the Holy Spirit to guide us. But we should avoid routine, just reeling off the same old list, especially in our Easter confession. But we should come with real fervour, really addressing the specific things that have caused us to fall away from God, bringing them for healing to the Lord in this sacrament. Let us heed, then, the voice of the Lord and the prophet Isaiah. Let us come and wash ourselves clean in the blood of the Lamb, taking our wrongdoing out of his sight. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.